Hey, what's poppin', guys? Welcome to the Dallas Rays Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Alexander. Welcome to Episode 7 of Season 2 of our podcast, where we cover Week 7 of the MLB 2020 shortened season. While you guys are listening, please go check out our Instagram at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast. The usual, you guys know, posting daily, mm-hmm. Pan Fridays coming up, the tournaments, Thursdays, there's tournaments. always something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout. Also, you guys got to stay healthy. Remember yes. to wear the masks when you're going into places. Hand sanitizer is your yeah. best friend. All the above. A, B, C, N, D. But now that we're talking about staying healthy, let's talk about some players that have not been staying healthy, either mentally or uh, physically, right? We'll start off with We Got Ice. So, yeah, we don't have any more trades going on because trade deadline, right? They already passed. But we're going to start off with the injuries. Detroit Tigers, after the Jacoby Jones, after season with a left-hand fracture, second time this season, re-injured himself. St. Louis Cardinals outfielder Dexter Fowler will be out for a couple weeks. He's now taking new medication that can compromise his immune system, and we don't want that with COVID. New York Yankees third baseman Gio Urshela is out with his elbow, and pitcher Jonathan Luisiga, Luis I think? I don't know. You're the Yankees fan. You should know this. Come on now. No, no, no. Come on out of you. You're the Yankees fan. But that guy, he's gone as well. Colorado Rockies pitcher John Gray, shoulder inflammation, 10-day IL. Houston Nationals second baseman Jose Altuve. Has been doing amazing, but definitely one of the star players on the team overall. Has a knee sprain. He'll be out. As well as starting pitcher Lance McCullers Jr., a nerve in his neck, 10-day IL. Those two players definitely going to affect that team. I know Altuve hasn't been doing amazing, but McCullers is the number two guy behind Greinke after Verlander's been gone. So, not looking good for that Astros rotation. Uh Texas Rangers. It gets worse, man. It gets worse for this team for sure. AL West is doing terrible injuries. Starting pitcher Corey Kluber, leaving pitcher Jose Leclerc, left fielder Danny Santana. Those are big names. Yeah. And they just got Kluber in that trade. Are all out for the rest of the season. Wow. As well as left-handed pitcher Joely Rodriguez, hamstring on the 10-day IL. Now, the Rangers, as of yesterday, have the second worst record in the league. Oh. I think yeah, 13 yeah. wins. So, this doesn't help them at all. And there's no tanking in baseball for picks, guys. It doesn't work like that. Minnesota Twins catcher Alex Avila, lower back tightness, 10-day IL. Oakland Athletics, this, this is a big one. Third base of Matt Chapman, day-to-day, but it's still pretty big. Right hip strain. That's not that's not good because that guy, he's playing third base, he's throwing a first, yeah. and he's got a power bat. Uh-huh. Not looking good for him. Chicago White Sox starting pitcher Dallas Keuchel, day-to-day, lower back. Seeing a lot of lower back injuries. San Diego Padres catcher Luis Capanzano. Is has left wrist, wrist sprain and first baseman Eric Cosmer also on the 10 day IL with his index finger. Phillies right fielder Jay Bruce, his quad is injured, 10 day IL, as well as center fielder. They just traded for him a week before the trade deadline. Roman Quinn is on the concussion IL, so it's actually a seven day IL for concussions instead of the regular 10 day standard. And uh, we have Atlanta Braves, one of their aces actually, Max Freed, his back is injured, 10 day IL. And last but not least, Boston. Fans, you're not going to like this one. Red Sox outfielder Andrew Bentendi, his ribs on the 40-day IL, not looking to return for the rest of the season, even if they were to make the postseason. Yeah. Now we'll go to the ups and the downs of these players and their transactions. We start off with the Chicago White Sox. They released right-handed pitcher Javel Cotton and signed Pedro Strope. He was on the team from 2013 to 2019, I believe, or 16. He was there for a long time. He won the World Series with them, and now he's back, and he got another reliever. Hopefully, he can stay afloat in the NL Central. 
you have New York Yankees call up their pitching prospect, Clark Schmidt. So hopefully it'll leave some of the stress on their five or six game losing streak. Toronto Blue Jays release pitcher Sam Gaviglio. New York Mets designated for assignment after their Billy Hamilton. Now, as a Mets fan, I'm totally behind this, man. I was watching the past couple games. Billy Hamilton's still in there. The only reason why they traded for him was Kevin Smith, that yeah. pitcher, right? I was, I was gung-ho about it because you need a fast guy who can come off the bench and only be a pinch runner. And he was doing terrible at his only job, being a pinch runner. What do you expect, right? So he's designated for assignment. We'll see if he gets picked up by anyone. I'm not sure, but I still wouldn't put it past him. Someone did. This is this goes the same for infielder Yadiel Rivera from the Rangers. Also designated for assignment. I could see someone picking him up. And last but not least, Houston Nationals, surprisingly. I wasn't paying attention to this guy's stats, but Fernando Rani has been released just after being signed a week and a half ago by the team. Ha- again, haven't paid attention to his stats, but that's a big name. I know he's around 43 years old. But, I mean, I would like to still think he's still got it. But that is We Got Ice. You know what that sound is. It's time for Alexander's Fun Fact of the Day. Let's get it. So, on opening day of 1907, the New York Giants hosted the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm -hmm. The city of New York had just dealt with an rare early spring snowstorm. So, during baseball, there was some snow. The Giants quickly fell behind the Phillies, but and by the sixth inning, the fans were kind of annoyed. They were losing by eleven runs, so the fans started throwing snowballs on the field at the players. <laughs> Fearing the safety for the players, the umpires oh said, all right, "All right, we're cutting the game." So they ended up cutting wow. the game short. Giants fans throwing snowballs <laughs> on the field. I can't see that happening in baseball again, but definitely football. I can yeah. see. I can see people getting mad over a football game like that. The interesting about the Giants is though that not I know this because I'm a Mets fan, but the Mets, if you look at their logo, now I'm not talking about the logo with the skyline. I'm talking about that NY, right? That orange on that blue. It should remind you if you look up the old New York Giants logo. Now, the reason why their colors are blue and orange was because back then, like you said, in 1907, around the time, I forgot the exact year that they moved, okay? I think it was around the 40s or the 50s, but the, the Brooklyn Dodgers were a team. Yeah. The New York Yankees were a team, also known as the Bronx Bombers, before they became the Yankees. Yeah. Um, also, they were known as the Pinstripes, a bunch of different names. And there was also the New York Giants, not to be confused with the football team that also existed at the same time. Totally different logos, totally different mantra, mm-hmm. right? The Dodgers were, I believe, the first team to leave. Yeah. Or the Giants, whichever one. One of them left to California, became, obviously, San Francisco and Los Angeles. They both left together. Then New York was like, well... We've had three baseball teams at the same time. Now we have one. We can't just have one. We're a big market team. And this was in the 50s. They knew we were a big market. So that's when they brought in the New York Mets. They said, we're going to be called the Metropolitans because we're in the metro area, the metropolitan area. Yeah. And then we're going to combine the colors of our two old teams that don't exist anymore. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool because you're going to see Willie Mays technically, quote unquote, played for the Mets, but he really played for the New York Giants. So can you really claim that like Jackie Robinson played for the Mets? But they don't do that. But I think it's just based on the logo. I think it is. And, you know, a little fun fact. How about fun fact, right? Fun fact, fun fact. Let's get down to the brass tacks and nitty gritty of today's episode. What better way to start week seven, or recovering week seven, than with the standings? All right, AL East, like we always start, Tampa Bay has been on fire, leading 28-15, okay. and Toronto Blue Jays right behind them. 24 and 18. I think keep going down that list because we got a third place tie right there. Or not a tie, but. Third place, the Yankees are 21 and 21. And Baltimore, 
is 0.5 games behind their 20 and 21. And then, like, we discussed the playoffs that go, yeah. you know, two for each division, first mm-hmm. and second, and then you got the wild card spot. Um, nothing against Yankees fans, but you better watch out because the Orioles, I don't know, they're beating, yeah. they're beating my Mets right now. So it's uh, you got to be careful with that. That's why they brought up the Clark Smith guy, right? So we'll see what happens. Heading to the Central, Chicago White Sox are twenty six and sixteen. Wow, tied with the Indians twenty six and sixteen. Interesting. And behind them are the Minnesota Twins, who have more wins but more losses. They're twenty seven and eighteen. Okay, all right. Heading so they can make the, a comeback. Heading to the AOS, Oakland Athletics twenty five and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Houston Astros twenty two and twenty one. Wow. Let's head to the National League East. Atlanta Braves, 24-18, and 18, and Philadelphia Phillies. playing Not playing some of those games kind of hurt them because they're 21-18. and 18. Yeah. And uh, going to Central, this is a weird division because the, the Chicago Cubs, have, Cubs... They have so many games. The Cardinals have, like, none compared to that. I was watching the game yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Chicago Cubs have 25 wins and 18 losses, but everyone else except for the Pittsburgh Pirates, so... The Cardinals, the Brewers, and the Reds all have 18 wins. Hmm. So, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. This shortens it. Hopefully, they can make up those games because it won't be fair to everyone. That goes all divisions, yeah. really. What about the NL West? The NL West, the first team to get 30 wins. The Dodgers, yep. they're 31 and 12. And the Padres are 27 and 17. And they have a good division over there in the NL West, except well, for the Dodgers the way, aren't doing too well. Well, the thing right now, the playoff picture... Four teams, all everyone in the NL West besides Diamondbacks will make the playoffs. Yeah, that's how well the NL West is doing. Mm. Like that, that's pretty crazy. But let's start off with the news. So what do we got? The first, uh, first article. Yeah. So I'm gonna be talking about the first article. It's the Braves. They've been doing a lot of MLB history going on here. So Marcelo Zuna had a three home run game, and then right after him, Adam Duvall had a three home run game back to back. The outfield, the outfield three home yeah. runs. Yeah, the I feel slugger mentality in Atlanta is working well. They're top of their division. They're prop. I'm honestly like at this point, I'm saying they take the division. Honestly, they're doing. And then it. the second, and I don't think they're gonna get that wild card spot. I mean, yeah, Mets are what a couple games out. They're losing to the Orioles again, nine to one, or it was like ten to one, or something like I that. Don't even know. The NL East is all kinds of messed up. They went from one of the worst league divisions to being really competitive, and now with this COVID stuff. NL West is, like, the most competitive division out of every MLB, like, probably, like, mm-hmm. in the past five years. Yeah. Usually, it's the Central. Yep. A lot of things are changing. A lot of things are changing. But talking about changing, Trevor Bauer, this man has not changed. <laughs> he's, still, he's still putting out his propaganda. He doesn't care. I love it. He wore Harambe Forever cleats on one side, and the other side, pictures of Harambe for, for the Cincinnati Zoo, yeah. uh, the gorilla. Right, he wore those cleats, and he's giving them away. As long as you go on his website, it's trevorbauer.com. You buy a couple of his like branded T-shirts that are not MLB, and uh, you get entered in the drawing. You know, he might send you a pair of his Harambe cleats. That'd be tough. Yeah, Looking going against uh, Rob Manfred there. He's like, hey, I don't want to uh, yeah, suspend me. Do something about it. Yeah, I want to <laughs> get those for sure. Wear those to a game. Yeah. Woo! So Let's continue with player performance, though. Yeah, Mike Trout, three hundredth home run, yeah. three hundredth career home run. He leads. The Angels in career home runs. Yeah. And how old is he? 28? 27, I thought. Somewhere around yeah, there. 27 through 29. One of those numbers. All right. He's still still got a long time ahead still of him. Still got. He's going to be that Pujols guy. He's going to come in at 43 years old and be like, I'm 12. And still hit the ball. Yeah. He's still going to reek. It's fine. Uh-huh. It's totally fine. Don't worry, Angels fans. 
But then we're talking about the Angels go across the state and go to Los Angeles. The Dodgers are the first team to get 30 wins, as we said before. This is their best 40-game start in franchise history. Kershaw, on the other hand, gets his 2,500th strikeout. He got 2,500 Ks. Yeah. The fifth pitcher in MLB history to do this by 32 years old. I feel like he's going to get 3,000. He can easily get 3,000. Yeah. I don't know. He won't be in his prime, but he'll be able to get 3,000. So, today... For Roberto Clemente, all Puerto Rican players and all Pittsburgh players are going to, are allowed to. Well, all Pittsburgh players are going yeah, to wear Yeah, Pittsburgh 21. Pirates players are all wearing 21 today. And Puerto Rican players can wear 21. On any honor, team. In honor of Roberto, Roberto Clemente. Clemente. That's my number. I'm Puerto Rican, so <laughs> I'm proud to say. He's, he's done a lot for not just his home country, Puerto Rico, but he's also done a lot for the MLB. And there's no better way to honor him than have that. Yes. Now, our last, I guess you could say, piece of news that we have for today. So, yesterday, J-Lo and A-Rod offered $2.35 billion as their final bid and going to their final pitch to buy the New York Mets. Steve Cohen originally offered 2.2 bill for the Mets and 2.2 for SNY. Now, I was talking to my family about this and other people and friends, colleagues. Honestly, as a Mets fan and a baseball fan... It doesn't make sense for J-Lo and A-Rod to own this team. It just doesn't. So now, originally, A-Rod was supposed to be the majority owner, and she was going to be pushed back and, just, I guess, continue her music career or whatever. Now they switched it. They said, in the new pitch, J-Lo wants to be the main person. Now, right after that, you can guess what they said. This is the first Latina to ever own a baseball team. So they're going to have that tagline behind them. It's almost like if they're running for president, this is their, their motto, right? Yeah. First Latina to own a baseball team. Then A-Rod's allowed to keep his job as an ESPN sportscaster because he's a minority owner of a team, so it won't be biased, right? Unless yeah. if he's a majority owner, then he's got to be, he's got to leave his job. He becomes the owner of the Mets at that point. Now, why I don't agree with this is she stated, some fans took this, to, they looked at it as, as a positive way when she said, we're going to have a World Series win in the next decade. If you're saying the Mets are going to win a World Series in the next decade, and it's not going to be in the next five years, then you can't be the owner of the Mets. There's just no way. Because, first of all, J-Lo and A-Rod cannot outbid Steve Cohen. No. That, that's number one. They don't have the money to fund this team to be a monster powerhouse that Steve Cohen wants to be. That's that's point number one, right? Number two, it just doesn't make sense that she would say, oh, yeah, at the end of the decade, we're going to win another World Series by 2030. Do, do they know the ages of the players in the team right now? Do they understand that they keep signing older people? Like they just traded for a thirty-five-year-old catcher. They already have a thirty-four-year-old cat or thirty-two-year-old catcher that's starting. They're going between a thirty-two and a thirty-five-year-old. They brought back Todd Frazier, who's thirty-four, turning thirty-five, playing at third base. Yeah, I get it. McNeil's kind of young. He's like twenty-six, twenty-seven. The Pete same Alonso. for Pete Alonso, who's twenty-six, twenty-seven. Conforto's twenty-nine years old. Degrom is thirty. Um, Syndergaard's twenty-nine. Still trying to come back from injury. Matt's is around 26, 27 years old. Um, Stroman's the youngest one that we may or may not be able to bring back, depending on the ownership. He's 24, 25. You got, oh, obviously, David Peterson's, David Peterson's young. Waka's kind of old. Yeah. Uh, the, Porcello's old. The whole team. Marisnik is like 28. Their average age is probably close to 30. Yeah. If you don't win, Bedantas is 33, right? 
If you don't win a World Series in these next five years where Jacob DeGrom is this dominant pitcher in the MLB, when are you going to win? You're going to win in 2030? There's no, no that's shot. That's rebuild time. Unless, no, but here's the problem I have, though, Xander. They rebuilt from 2006. Their last, before 2015, their last um, postseason appearance was 2006, right? They lost yeah. the NLCS, the whole big thing with Carlos Beltran, then he leaves the team soon later, right? They, they were rebuilding from that point on. And then during the middle of their rebuild, they made the World Series in 2015 by accident. Right? They didn't do anything different to be like, blocked by, oh, we're getting Nolan Renato, we're getting Max Scherzer. No. That's when DeGrom started being amazing. Syndergaard wasn't injured. He's being amazing. They had Bartolo freaking Cologne, big Matt sexy. Harvey. They had Matt Harvey, who was doing decent. I mean, we're going to forget the World Series, what happened there, right? Um, they had, like, Travis Darnall was a terrible catcher as far as hitting, but he was really good defensively. Um, Lucas Duda was the first baseman. Daniel Murphy would, all of a sudden became a postseason god in the postseason, the terrible in the regular season. They signed Juan Uribe, who was like, yeah. what, 30-something years old. Kelly Johnson. These guys don't even play anymore. They had an old team. They were trying to rebuild the young guys that weren't as good, and they made the World Series. They made it all the way through, my guy. That happened by mistake. They weren't expecting that. 2016, wild card appearance. They lose to the Giants. They were closer. To, they were had a better team that year, and they still lost to Bumgarner yeah. in that wild card game, right? Mm-hmm. Then they're like... It's not as much of a low part of the rebuild. They're getting towards the apex, right? And now they're getting pushed. 2017, they were 10 games out of the world of out of wild card. 2018, five games. Last year, they were three games out right behind the Brewers, who ended up losing. This year, they're only like two games out or two and a half. Dude, you got to win it these next five years. If you don't win it before DeGrom gets too old or you yeah. can't pitch the same anymore, it becomes like Kershaw, even though he's been better than Kershaw in the postseason. It's just not gonna happen, dude. I, I can't. As a Mets fan, as a baseball fan, I'm not being biased. Like I'm t- letting you know, my team will not be able to do it in the next five. If they can't do it in the next five years, we're gonna keep, keep Pete Alonso there. What happens if Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil? Let's say they continue to do well, right? And their contract comes up, their rookie contracts. What are J Lo and A Rod gonna do? They're gonna be able to pay them? No. There's no salary cap in baseball. That's the beautiful part about baseball. Steve Cohen's gonna be like, "Oh, you want? Here you go." Money, 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 money. Yeah, Keep your money. He has money rolling. He's rolling money right now. He's going to make sure that this team is successful. There's no way. Like He's the last hope for Mets fans, man. Yeah, Come on. The owners have to come together. The Kratz family and the Wilpon family just got to make one more good decision. They made a lot of bad ones. A lot of bad ones. Just make one more good decision. Give Steve Cohen the team. That's all you got to do. Then, then you could pay off all your debts to all these MLB owners you took money from so you could pay your Mets players. All these... They don't, they don't care about you, dude. Just Steve Cohen. Let him take over the team. Keep Brody Van Wagenen if, if Cohen wants to. I trust his opinion, dude. Let's keep David Wright as an ambassador. Keep this team moving along. But honestly, that, that's what I think about that. Yeah, that that's that, my that, hot that's, take. I feel the same way as you do it's because just, they, can't, they can't get... How are J-Rod... J-Rod... I guess you call him J Rod, right? You yeah. combine the names, couple names, J Lo and A Rod, A Lo, A Lo, and J Rod. How are they gonna compete with the Mets team? I just don't. I don't see. I don't see yeah, it. They're not gonna have enough money. To I don't see it. it. Yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't see them making enough money. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's all that's gonna do it for this here at a uh, week seven of episode seven of <laughs> season a two. Scratchy right a little there. Little stumbling right there. I'm, I'm gonna fix that closing. 
But thank you so much for tuning in to episode 7 of season 2. Make sure to go to Instagram at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast. Excuse my broken English. I promise you, I speak it very well. (laughs) Have a great day and a great race of your weekend. And let's watch some baseball.